Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Not across from me I today. I know. Scandal, 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 scandal. I think we'll survive. I'm so, I've done something wild. All right, it may be helpful, actually. Oh, yeah. No, here we are. We're... <laughs> like, does it have to totally uh, live on live on the first try? <laughs> nice work. Um, trying to be a good team player. Destiny, destiny, no escaping destiny. <laughs> you gotta be so careful when we're on the hot mic. It's a great, it's a great movie, except for the sexual assault. What? What movie is this? <laughs> it's Young Frankenstein. Yeah, I don't know that movie. Uh, this is a great scene where where uh, I know, I know, Gene, Mike, I know. Gene Wilder, the 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 son of Doctor Frankenstein or the mm-hmm. grandson. He's Young Frankenstein. I can't remember. Yeah, Gene Wilder. Um, Gene Wilder, uh, like, is having all these dreams where he's like, I'm not gonna build a person. I'm not gonna follow in my crazy uh, ancestors' like footsteps and, and build a monster. And then he has this great scene where he's rolling around in this bed and he's going, destiny, destiny, no escaping destiny. That's how it goes. Nice. Great. Uh... Yeah, it is really interesting. Like, I know that I should watch Young Frankenstein. Like, I know I'm supposed to from like like an artistic perspective, Mm -hmm. from do you give a shit about comedy perspective. Mm -hmm. But um, And if you love me. We'll watch it someday. Don't, don't, don't let's start. This is the worst part. The belief for all the world that you are my precious little girl. But don't, don't, don't let's start. I've got a weak heart and I don't get around. How you get around? Anyway, we should... We should do the podcast, right? Oh, we're already in the podcast. Hi, I'm Josie. Pronouns they, them. I'm Becca. Pronouns they, them also. And And we're we're your your judges. judges. I I actually don't know. Mike, were we recording? Are we we good to go? Oh, we we are good to go. It's by the cover. A podcast. Welcome. We just just flipped the opening. I'm so stressed right now. Um, Oh, no. No. Yeah, normally Becca normally Becca uh begins and so the Plute twist. Uh Plute twist and it's true. Um so do you want to start today since you started the podcast? Uh yeah, I do. Um Well, so get ready assertive. get ready for a very long run of uh from the mouth of babes. From the mouth of babes. Um, oh, it's a deep dive in oh, really? book review culture. We, we look at books, we look at reviews, and they're very funny. And this is from the mouth of babes, pulling from Amazon's 100 children's books you should read in a lifetime. How they decided, I don't know. How anyone has time to read all 100 of these books, I also don't know. I actually, so I was going to talk about this in my own segment, but this is actually a really good segue, um, is... 
I was doing a bit of deep diving into the bestsellers list um, on Amazon, and there is a most wishlisted wish list, a most wishlisted list as well. So the books that are most wish wishlisted, and it's unsurprisingly majority <laughs> children's books. And I don't know why I didn't see that coming, considering the number of like baby showers and stuff like that, and like the literature required to own and operate a child. I guess, but yeah. Uh, kids books rate really high on that one. Yeah, I kind of feel like that should like come with the the product is like a few owners manuals, <laughs> a warning label on the side of the baby. <laughs> um, but but I brought... ingredients include carbon, blood, skin. <laughs> metal alchemist. Now let me break down all the parts of a human. Don Freeman wrote Corduroy. Um, and that's the book I'm bringing. One of School Library Journal's top 100 picture books of all time. One of the National Education Association's teachers' top 100 books for children. Uh -huh. So this has made it into a lot of top 100 before. Every time there's a book on this list that I was never introduced to as a child, I just kind of assumed my parents hated me. Did you never, you never read Corduroy? Nope. Uh, I, I was big into corduroy. I even got corduroy pants because, <laughs> because I liked this story so much. That's so funny. Um, which is, I don't even know if it says it in this, um, but it's about a teddy bear that wears corduroy overalls. Cute. Um, he's a very cute picture. Gay. He's adorable. <laughs> yeah, it's a gay teddy bear. Don Freeman's classic character, Corduroy, is even more popular today than he was when he first came on the scene in 1968. I don't think that's true. Uh, I mean, I don't think it's not true. I guess, I mean, there are people like me who still are like, yes, he's chill. And so that's what makes him popular. There are I just... new people liking him every day. Like, do you think popularity is like an accumulation of fans over time? Or an initial burst of like, like per per yeah, existent this fans? Is great. Let me just ask, do you think that Game of Thrones has more fans now? The TV show has more fans now than when it first came on the scene, because I would say no. That's fair. That's um, fair, but it's also not accruing more fans, because season eight obliterated it from the existence of the Earth. Not to mention, Corduroy has never, you know, accidentally had a Starbucks cup in, in his book. There are so many things. Oh, this season like was a such a plastic mess. water it bottle. Was such a mess. I think people were also looking for it by that point. The shine was just fully off. Uh, but this story of a small teddy bear waiting on a department store shelf for a child's friendship has appealed to young readers generation after generation. And plain old grandma gives three stars. Plain old grandma. Not a fancy schmancy grandma. Not one of those shiny grandmas. <laughs> She's had a few grandkids at her time. She's a little worn down by this point. Just a plain old grandma. And she says in all caps, love the books, but. Wow. I love the books and the prices, but I was going to place an order today. It started out $50 and it ended up a total bill of $150. I cannot afford that much for shipping and oh, tax. No. Not that much. I am using them for a public library for kids in low income neighborhoods. Oh, no. We have five of them in memory of our loved ones who have died this past year. That's a lot of books for dead loved ones uh i can afford the books but i can't afford the multiple shipping when i have to have five to ten for the libraries and them five dollars each 
for the shipping. I can't afford to buy them that way. No. I love plain old grandma. She's, oh, poor she's plain so old nice. grandma. She's like everybody's grandma in her little community with this library she's putting together. Yeah. And just another reason to say, fuck Amazon. Fuck Amazon. Fuck Amazon. Go to Barnes and go to a used bookstore. I'm sure you book can find like corduroys. Go to Barnes and Noble. Go to uh, bookshop.org. Bookshop.org. Support indie bookstores by still shopping for books online. Um, so yeah, that that that's playing old grandma's whole whole deal is I just want to buy these books for for children in my neighborhood. Yeah. Um six senses feeling five. I should say there's no one or two there's no one or two stars uh for corduroy. So Heck yeah, highly rated. Beloved. Yeah. But six senses feeling five. Is that that's the username? Six senses mm-hmm, feeling five. Mm-hmm. Six senses feeling five, which makes me wonder: like, do they believe they have a sixth sense, a la M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong, and are only experiencing, just only experiencing the five? five? Yeah, um, it'd be like maybe they just can't smell. Like, I can see ghosts. I can see dead people. I can see ghosts just fine. Um, but I cannot. I have smell. the thing where like my nasal passages can't give me little sniffers. That's right. No sniffing. Uh, for collectors, not kids, is the subject oh. of this one. Uh, perhaps I should have investigated the phrase extra large in trim size. What? In this case, it appears to mean a book that measures just under 10 inch by 11 inch, which I feel is a little much for my intended purpose. Lap reading with a toddler. 10 inch by 11 inch. It's like barely, like not even a foot by a foot, but apparently that's too large for six senses feeling five. Uh, It would be wonderful for reading to a large group as the text and illustration fill the pages and can be seen clearly from a good distance. Then like have somebody stand far away from you and your toddler and hold the book and turn the pages. (laughs) Just kind of hold the baby Uh. out in front of you. Someone else put it, put it <laughs> no, up on a, like a music the, stand in front of you. You can leave the toddler in your lap and just like present the baby to the book. Uh, the quote bonus materials the description refers to are the last eight pages of the book, which contain its history, early sketches, and actual removable miniature copies of correspondence between the author and editor. That seems a little excessive. Yeah, why would you want? Removable correspondences. Removable miniature letters, I guess, is what, like, you know. Are we imagining, like, mini envelopes? Are you also imagining, like, mini envelopes stuck to the page, and you flip up the little envelope, and then you pull out, like, the the letter that they wrote? Yeah, and it's got, like, a little letter in it. You know, like, maybe instead of playing house, this person likes to play, uh, like, uh, literature industry. Why not spend that money to, like, make a tiny removable corduroy that's two-dimensional? That seems way more exciting. Um, I don't know what you were into as a kid, but I wanted to know all about the production history of the books I was reading. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lie. Quite cute if you're a fan of the book and this interests you. Unfortunately, I think the novelty would be lost on a toddler. I just want the bear. That's all I want. And the small the small pieces would soon also oh, be lost on a small toddler. That's funny. Uh huh. The small pieces yeah, they, would they soon also be lost. lost or eaten. Definitely eaten. 
I like my child to handle her books and read to herself at will, and this edition just isn't practical for that purpose. <laughs> In short, lovely story, wonderful classic illustration, and a great gift for an adult or older child who loves the book. As for me, I'm hoping to find a board book version or something with less of a bonus. Huh. That's like, a weird way to phrase that, looking, I think. Looking for something with less of a bonus, definitely, <laughs> like, that definitely sounds like someone in, like, on a dating app I'm or something, looking for something right? with less bonus. Um, what is the bonus? I want to know. And then we have from uh, Imran Muhammad, three stars, good purchase. Um, and what I love about this is this is actually, like, it's like a poem, the way it's, the way it's structured, mm -hmm. uh, like, kind of like a free verse, so... Mm -hmm. Good value for money. Lots of pages. Illustrations are good. While everyone raves about it, it is just nice for me. It is not my favorite. It is just nice for me. It is not nice for anyone else. Um, no, no raving from, from this three-star review. Um, but they did include a 10-second video, a silent video, of them just flipping through the book. You can do this now. <laughs> you can make these weird little videos on Amazon. It's, it's a, great. A little, which I feel like is kind of like an easy way to like bootleg uh, shorter children's <laughs> books as well. Like, just pause and zoom in. Um, Chris567, that's Chris with three S's, uh, gives three stars, missing pages, this was a Christmas present, and there are special pages missing. What? What are the special pages? The ones Chris five six seven. <laughs> the ones that mattered to me. Um, uh, I have to imagine that it it, it was specific pages missing, mm -hmm. maybe. But, but even then, like, why say specific if you're not going to list which ones were gone? If, Therefore, your description is not specific enough to warrant specific. If there are any amount of pages missing, like, that's a problem, Just right? Just be like there are pages missing. Um, Pseudo Savant gives four stars. My son loves this book. I can't stand how it is written. Oh. Go figure. You, are you a child? It wasn't written for you. Um, That's uh, sometimes how I feel is like just the biggest challenge that we have in this this segment is adults being like, why why children book not writ for me? Why children book not smart enough for me, an adult? Uh, I am a rock star. Gives four stars. Yeah. Classic happiness. <laughs> Which classic happiness? That classic sounds, happiness, classic rock. That sounds like a slogan for like a fast food chain, you know? Like, uh -huh. um, <clears throat> McDonald's, classic happiness, you know? Yeah. My daughter loves this classic. When we first bought it, we read it every night for several weeks. This book is at her daycare, so when she saw it, she had to leave. The story is just a sweet one about a bear in a department just a sweet store. One. Um, and I'm going to do, 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 you're supposed to come pre-prepared. Well, I, I have two left. I think I'm going to, you can, think you I have can, both. I think I can do both. Linda H gives five stars. Every child should be read this book. Everyone. Every single child. This is a book that oh, all shit. children will love. Shit. I haven't read this book. <laughs> 
So was never too, a child. Too fucking late for you, Becca. Uh, ages two to four, so way behind now. Yeah. Uh, read, it, read it to my daughter years ago. She borrowed it from the library because we could not find our old copy. Grandchild did not want to take back. There's some weird, like, Christopher Nolan time shifting going on where it's like, I read this to my daughter, and so then we went to get it from the library, and now my grandchild doesn't want to give it back. Like, something kind of happened. They've just had it out from the library for a very long time. Today, during a meltdown, she wanted it again. After quietly talking through the story and calming down, I downloaded it to my Kindle Fire. She enjoyed turning the pages and knew the story. Mayday on screen talked me through magnifying the pages and text, which is different from adult books. What is Mayday on screen? Do you think could be could be the name of like the the person that they like, like an Amazon assistant type thing? Terrifying. So Alexa's like the good. Like the good Amazon and Mayday is like well, it could be like the name of the person who like like you know how like they probably they could have usernames to like hide the person. Oh, that makes sense. Who's helping? Well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Either that or like maybe like user Mayday on like YouTube gave a tutorial. Um, I just think it's an interesting username for your like IT support. Is it's great Mayday? It's super good. Uh, I recommend both formats, tablet and hard hard copy. That feels like a marketing ploy to me. Nah. Also, as retired librarian, this book will be on every best loved list. Everyone. I I was a librarian, and so I know. I mean, I'd put it on every best loved list. Mystery, romance, like it is a it is a it is a great mystery. Who will buy corduroy from the department store? Um. Just tops every single genre, fantasy. And now from G. G. The letter G, five stars, gets me every time. I am a 30-year-old strong man. What? And powerlifting competitor. Yes. With hands of leather uh-huh. that drag on the ground as I walk. Oh, I'm living with G. I spent the better part of my life with the other <coughs> crusty oil field workers <laughs> on Alaska's <laughs> Arctic slope. Yes. I cuss like a sailor. But that, you cut work like an oil worker. That is when I communicate with words and not grunts. What? And I acknowledge that I am a generally unpleasant individual. Jeez. But after reading this book for the first time again, I many, many years, again, I think after many, many years. Uh Is that what they said? No, they said, they said, after reading this book for the first time again, I am... Many, many years, but I think they probably meant to say like after this, this is, we can't editorialize like okay, that. I'm this sorry, is I'm G's sorry, I'm sorry, moment. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We are, we but, are living with their truth. Okay. But after reading this book for the first time again, I am many, many years. I found tears rolling down my cheeks and couldn't do anything to stop them. All I can say is this book has a direct line to my heart. 
got back in touch with their sensitive side. Finally, after years and years, <laughs> being a strong man, getting apparently tanning Leathered his hands, hands. <laughs> getting have, having hands that drag on the ground as he walks, um, working gosh, in the oil fields. This does make me want to like create my like not to be like everything relates back to D and D for me, but it kind of does um, in my brain. Is like make a barbarian character who's like rage is a little uncontrollable and so like after battle like i'd want to work out a mechanic with the dm that they have to like roll to see if their favorite child children's book could like access their brain enough that they calm down bring them back (laughs) um yeah, kind of like, like you got to do like a sun sunsetting real low big guy. Sun's getting real low big guy. <laughs> For them, it's D and D corduroy. Here's, here's your favorite book about a teddy bear <laughs> in a store. Will he get bought? Who knows? Um, That's really sweet. Uh, I support G. And if you want to support me, nice. <laughs> uh, listen to these ads. Hey everyone, it's Josie and Becca coming at you with a normal ad for normal people. Looking for a job? Check out ResWrite. ResWrite offers resumes, cover letters, and LinkedIn profiles for individuals searching for new opportunities. Resumes start at just $30. Check out ResWrite.com for more info and use my code ResWriteRMN10 for 10% off all services. ResWrite is an online career service that provides both education and career counseling for college students, young professionals, and mid-career job seekers. ResWrite offers a professional resume writing service that helps individuals find employment in various industries, including finance and accounting, business, engineering, hospitality, human resources, information technology, marketing, etc. (laughs) ResWrite also offers a college essay editing service for those seeking admission into top colleges and universities. ResWrite's goal is to ensure applicants enhance their profile to successfully gain acceptance into competitive schools. Their mission is to help you introduce your personal narrative to prospective audiences in the most effective way possible. So again, go ahead and check out ResWrite.com. That's R-E-S-R-I-T-E.com for more info and use the code ResWriteRMN10. So that'll be R-E-S-R-I-T-E-R-M-N-1-0 for 10% off all services. Woohoo! ResWrite. It's right for your res. Yikes. And we're back. Oh, here we are. Here we are. So as I said in the last segment, I was snooping around the Amazon charts. Um, and we have a we have an Amazon chart topper. It's number two this week. Uh-huh. Um, and it is green lights by none other than the iconic performer and potential gubernatorial candidate, Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Um, I, this- Wait, is this, is this Matthew McConaughey's Great Gatsby? <laughs> it's his, like, it is his memoir. Okay. It is like, like, we will, we will, we will talk about it. Okay, so this is the product description. 
I'm going to emphasize when things are in bold and when they are not because it is important. Wait, real quick, but can we can we do a quick sample just for the audio? What is what's not bold? I mean, we know what not bold sounds like. What does bold sound like when you say it? Oh no, I'm just gonna say this isn't bold. Oh no 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 that 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 won't work for me. Let's come up with a bold <laughs> voice right now. Do you um, want me to read everything in my best Matthew McConaughey and then I like the I, bold things just read in my voice? No, I want the bold to be in your best Matthew McConaughey because I really want, I don't think I, I have a good Matthew McConaughey. So. I don't care. I want it to be your best because I want Mr. McConaughey to come down okay, and okay, inhabit okay, this okay, space. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Okay, here we go. This is going to be a little bit Christopher Walken. I'm realizing just now. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Number one New York Times bestseller. Over <laughs> <laughs> two million copies sold. No, this is like old timey prospector. Yeah, it's, uh, two million uh, <laughs> copies uh, sold. I don't. I don't have a good enough Matthew McConaughey to do this. I thought I would have something <laughs> like like passing, Just but I zero don't even left have it. The take. It's because we've been we've both been working on our Sean Connery impressions so much. <laughs> um. From the Academy Award-winning actor, an unconventional memoir filled with raucous stories, outlaw wisdom, and lessons learned the hard way about living with greater satisfaction, named one of the best books of the year by The Guardian. And so I just, I know that we don't always do this, but I like reading them. It's part of the product description, so I think it's important. Unflinchingly honest and remarkably candid, candid, Matthew McConaughey's book invites us to grapple with the lessons of his life as he did. And to see the point was to never win, but to understand. Mark Manson, author of The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. I've been in this life 50 years trying to keep work out. It's trying to work out its riddle for 42 and been keeping diaries of clues to that riddle for the last 35 notes about successes and failures, joys and sorrows, things that made me marvel and things that made me laugh out loud, how to be fair, how to have less stress, how to have fun, how to hurt people less, how to get hurt less, how to be a good man, how to have meaning in life, how to be more me. Recently, I worked up the courage to economy. Economy. I am Matthew Economy. Recently, I worked up the courage to sit down with those diaries. I found stories I experienced, lessons I learned and forgot. This is a better McConaughey than when I was trying. Yeah, no, this is and impressive. forgot poems, prayers, prescriptions, prayers. beliefs about what matters, some great photographs, and a whole bunch of bumper stickers. I found a reliable theme, an approach to living that gave me more satisfaction at the time and still if you know how and when to deal with life's challenges how to get relative with the inevitable you can enjoy a state of success i call catching green lights so i took a one-way ticket to the desert and wrote this book an album a record a story of my life so far this is 50 years of my sights and scenes felts and figured outs cools and shamefuls graces truths and beauties of brutality getting away with getting caught and getting wet while trying to dance between the raindrops Hopefully it's oh medicine that <laughs> tastes good. A couple of aspirin instead of the infirmary. A spaceship to Mars without needing your pilot's license. Going to church without having to be born again and laughing through the tears. This is a love letter 
to life. It's also a guide to catching more green lights. And it's also (laughs) realizing that the yellows and reds eventually turn green too. Good luck. (laughs) The short dust jacket included with this hardcover edition is an intentional design choice. Do you think that Matthew McConaughey's ever like stuck at one of those uh, one of those stoplights that's like that has the blinking red, you know, that you're supposed to treat like a four way stop sign that you'll turn green eventually? Okay, I so- know it will. <laughs> so, uh, I wanted to highlight because th- I found this because it is on the bestsellers ranks, mm-hmm. um, and so its overall stats are as follows: bestseller rank number sixteen in books, number two in rich and famous biographies, number two in religion and spirituality books, wow. and number two in success self help. It's a four point seven out of five stars in in its like three thousand like thirty five thousand plus reviews. Mm-hmm. Like so many people have reviewed this book um so let's let's get into it uh in in a shocking plot twist one of the major things that is mentioned in the like read reviews that mention is all right all right all right (laughs) which when i was diving through i was surprised by how few actually mentioned it and then in the four star categories it was just like everybody had titled their review all right all All right right, all right, all right because they thought it was all right they thought it was all right. They thought it was okay. Uh, so Seth Massey gave this book five stars. Unfiltered, space, comma, space. Raw, space, comma, space. Authentic, space, period, space. Excellent read. Can you give me a, a good, like, dramatic interpretation of said punctuation now? Unfiltered. Raw. Authentic. Excellent read. Excellent. Excellent book. Nice. Matthew is far more complex than I ever realized. Y'all quit bitching about the dust jacket. Seriously. Come on, y'all. What's wrong with the dust jacket? It's that it's literally shorter than the book. So like there's like a few inches at the top of the dust jacket where the like hard cover of the book is exposed. This is a this is a concern that will show up a few times. And of course it's it's a design choice. It's it's a design choice. Dixie L. Higginson did say one star dust cover strange. Question Why is the dust cover at least an inch shorter than the book? Looks weird. Since it's for a gift, I'm concerned. And it's a bit curled up at the edge. Dust jackets never do look right. They don't. Um, <laughs> so in three stars mm-hmm. from Timothy Pulsifer. Pulsifer? Pulsifer. Okay. Um, like Newton Pulsifer <laughs> from literally. Green lights is overrated. Sorry, but true. Hey, I love Matthew McConaughey. He's an actor. I don't know him personally, but I have seen interviews with him. And he seems like a cool guy to sit down and have a beer with. I've really gotten to know him over the years with the 
interview the professional interviews that he's done being monitored by his agent that being said i bought this book for i bought this book new for cheap on amazon as i didn't want to pay 30 dollars for it and i'm glad i didn't i am halfway through the book and i am done sure mcconaughey is an interesting cat and he does have a few <laughs> stories typical of anyone's life story just hey, cool yeah, well, I went down to the <laughs> went down to the club the other day. I was talking about Matthew McConaughey. Except his story is not typical of anyone's life story. It's hard to relate to someone who, at least halfway through the book, got about every break, green light, and then some. Good for him, but the reality is that he have if he had grown up, say, of a different ethnic background, I serious sincerely doubt he would be where he is today. The book is made up of stories of his upbringing in Texas, the good student, his high school's most handsome guy, his travels to Australia, motorcycling across Europe, and then every green light to where he is today. Like I said, kudos to him, but ho-hum. I can write my life story and include some of the experiences and insights I have survived with, and it's a hell of a lot more interesting than this book, but no one would give a bleep. I just didn't get mostly green lights, mostly red lights, but most of us don't, and we are thankful when we do get a break. But hey, that is real life. Anyway, I wish Matthew McConaughey all the best, like he needs it, but this book is highly overrated, and I am pretty disappointed that I can't force myself to read the entire book. Anyway, this is my opinion. I still think he's a marvelous actor. Thanks, a fan. A fan. I think that this is so interesting of someone who apparently has watched enough Matthew McConaughey interviews to like feel like they know this guy and is willing to buy at any price his little success story memoir mm-hmm. and yet is upset about the very obvious fact that, yeah, yeah, he got lucky. Yeah. And this book is a cash grab. Yeah, we we know. Why are you so shocked? Why are you so shocked? Um, this review was not funny, but the title of the review was, um, which Jim Muccio gave this four stars, and the title of the review that they gave was, What Eluded Gatsby Did Not Elude McConaughey. <laughs> See, that was my first thought as well, is that we were going to get Matthew McConaughey's uh, Great Gatsby fan fiction with the, with the, great, with the, the green light reference. Um, but Elizabeth gave this four stars. The ending seemed rushed. Well, he was out in the desert. He was probably getting bored. Oh, wait, did my, my screen reviews may have gotten a little weird. Oh, no, no, this is right. I loved it, and it was all right. I have another thriller stored in my phone right now, and so mm-hmm. I, when I read thriller, I was like, wait, did I fuck up? Uh, sorry, so Elizabeth did give this four stars. The ending seemed rushed. Mm-hmm. I loved it, and it was all right, only because it's not my typical book, thriller. I liked it a lot, but it seemed a teeny bit misogynist when he was talking about when he met his wife. It was a particular phrase that just rushed me wrong. I might have read it wrong. I also wish he had gone more about each of his movies, like the rom-coms that he didn't like doing, lol. Also didn't realize he was married has nothing to do with the star rating, just my personal issue. Ooh, my personal issue. Are you bitter that <laughs> Mr. <laughs> is married and you can't get into the action, Elizabeth? Like, I want to know. 
Um, it was a little bit. More, what, what did he say? Do you think about it? she looked all right, all right, all right? She looked all right, all right, all right. Um, I hated the duallys or whatever. I'd end of review. End of review. At that moment, the... Elizabeth was uh, snapped. Just struck down. Thanos snapped. Um, um, but she did hit. She did hit submit just in time. Um, and I want to highlight this this last review. Uh, well, two more reviews. I have a short one and a long one. So Kay Van Meer gave this book five stars. Okay, book. This book has some bad language. I think I would have enjoyed this book more if he had someone come help him write it. I think he did. I, I think he did, Kay Van Meer. I, I think the evidence is there. I think we can pretty pretty confidently say that Matthew McConaughey did not exclusively write his own book. Um, at least not not from. Not from start to finish, um, not from not from concept to, to publication. Someone else was there. Last but certainly not least, B. A. Austin gave this four stars. Greenlit. Learn from this book. Look, I am as surprised as you are. I saw Matthew had interviewed with Tim Ferriss, so I read the sample and then the entire book, and I really liked it. Matthew is a wonderful storyteller, and his life is Ma- very Matthew. It's very important to me that he doesn't w up the t. He's gone gone for the one T for the Matthew McConaughey. Matthew. Um, Is a wonderful storyteller and his life is very interesting, but that's why I think it is very good. He is a disciplined, authentic person with great values. I love how he listens to his dreams, keeps himself balanced by eating heads of lettuce and ketchup at 18. What? Matthew McConaughey did what now? Is it, it, was that just, was he poor? Like his heads of lettuce and ketchup, that sounds like. Did he have to eat it? Because he wasn't privileged. But like, it feels more like it's a choice, not a financial decision. Yeah, keep himself like centered when he is an exchange student in australia simply to do something difficult so his head could get cleared and then he goes on and does it for the rest of his life not the eating head of lettuce but listening to his dreams and then going to the amazon by himself and then africa he clears himself what What is this review he did what now he clears himself of hollywood and overindulgence and too many rom-coms he creates himself ready for dallas buyers club because he knows himself and he prepares and deeply knows his man i didn't care if it it weren't for going to the amazon rainforest studying abroad in australia (laughs) eating lettuce and ketchup he wouldn't have been ready for dallas buyers club he never could have done dallas buyers club ever i don't care for most of his philosophizing and sad's poetry but i loved the meat of the book very much or i guess the heads of lettuce and ketchup of the book very much Green light to Matthew. He is a really he really is a loving guy, a smart guy, and a wonderful actor. Um, I, I love like, oh, he's cleared himself of overindulgence. That's why he's now the face of Tennessee whiskey. Right, right, right. Or not Tennessee Hennessy. I have no idea. He has the one. He's big got thing. so much money and he like is like the actor to go to if you're a prestige brand and want to advertise. Um I will when say you're on the road and you're in your Lincoln. And- you keep driving on that road <laughs> until you're driving more. I will say about these reviews, um, there are two things that kind of stuck out to me. And I don't know if our listeners do this and like go and check out the reviews section themselves. But if they do, um, I do want you to warn you that um, there's a lot of vitriol in the one stars, which is why I didn't bring almost I didn't bring any one or two stars to this one um, because Mr. McConaughey mentions uh, current events. 
um, both Black Lives Matter and COVID-19 in the end of his book. And that pissed off a lot of people. Mm. Um, and so there are a lot of very angry people who are like, wow, oh, this liberal bullshit and stuff like that. And I just want to bring that on to our podcast, but I do want to warn y'all about it. And apparently in the book itself, there are things that are a little eh, where like Matthew McConaughey describes his home life and it's abusive, but he doesn't seem to have an issue with what oh, people are fun. reading there. That's so fun. You know, uh, there's that, and uh, there's also heads like, up, everybody. There's also the like, I need to go to Africa alone because that'll be hard. Yeah, and like that's a lot of money that he must have been spending for, for the to, number like, of get people who are like, country. wow, Matthew McConaughey's like so different than liberal Hollywood, just like way more grounded. And I thought he was way more like centered and like not totally off the wall guy, but like this book just screams like democrat like Economic privilege yeah. you know that kind <laughs> of thing um anyway that's uh that's green light by matthew mcconaughey mm -hmm. uh that's what i got well, that's what the people are saying about it <laughs> well thank you to rogue media network for the the apolitical privilege that it is <laughs> to be on the to be on the network for having us here at Odie Chan Productions as well. And the biggest thanks always to Mike for listening to uh, to each of these episodes, presumably at least twice. You know who else we should thank? We should thank They Might Be Giants for letting us use their song, <laughs> Don't Let's Start, at the beginning and end <laughs> of like our podcast. Video what a good now. little bop there, huh? And uh, Becca, you know who else we could thank? Oh my gosh, who else could we thank, Josie? Uh, the listener. Oh, listeners, thank you. I'm trying to like add the part where like the listeners say thank you as well. I don't, I don't know. Like, like I'm trying you. to think of like educational, like, like uh -huh. Dora the Explorer, like what do you think we should thank listeners? Oh, uh, uh, well, thank you, Becca. Um, thank you, Josie. It's been great here. Um, and now it's time to, I'm going to pull out of my backpack, backpack, um, <laughs> the dark horse, dark horse, dark horse. Um, all the murder in the world, it's dark horse, dark horse. As we do, as we do every episode, um, I shall now be reading from uh, the drug book edition of Tammy Hogue. Oh, yeah. Um, and I've already torn the page, but it's okay, because nice most work. of it's been cut out anyway. From page 60. It's been by the cover of podcast. From page 60. He had seemed dashing and sophisticated to me back when. Now he. Now, now Myra. Myra. <laughs> this has been a Rogue Media Podcast. <laughs>